Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B. Back for episode, I really need to get better about remembering what episode this is. I want to say this is the 11th episode, second season of the Tea with Queen B. Of course, y'all know I got my right hand hit with me, D motherfucking goddess. How do y'all know what episode it is before you Because decide? I need to go back and check because this is the inconsistent part of my life. I've been Hi, friends. Yes, you guys know we're here. We back and we back. Um, the last episode, y'all, was a doozy. If you haven't listened to the last episode yet, it was a Polly episode, and we had two wonderful ladies on the show come and spill that tea. And y'all must have really got into it because that last episode really had a lot more viewers, um, more listeners than the previous episode before it. So. Shout out to that. Kudos to y'all for showing up and showing out on the episode. So maybe we do need to have a bit more guests or something like that. Or maybe it was just that spicy and y'all had to get in where you fit in, okay? Because if you missed it, you need to go ahead back and catch that. Because it was it was very much given spicy. What's been going on, Amps? Oh, you know, I'm just trying to stay cool. It's hot as shit. Today yeah. is a hot day. It was today, Wednesday. Y'all, it's 97 degrees today. They said it felt like 105. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. I was baking outside. Today. Well, at least I still, I mean, I work from home, so, you know, that's all I be doing. Right. I might have a little brunch here and there. Would you be at home? Yeah, I'll be at home too. Um, there's a heat wave going across the whole entire country right now in places like uh, Portland and Seattle who never see these these people don't even own air conditioning because they usually only have to use air conditioning maybe a week or two out of the entire year. So a lot of people in on the west coast up there don't have uh, air conditioning. So, what do you think they doing? Girl, they um been on the news talking about how um air conditioners are sold out at Home Depots and they have cooling centers because it's literally literally 115 degrees. I'd have had to catch a flight. Yeah. I I mean, I don't I don't know what else I'm supposed to do at that time, but at the same time, I feel like us on the west on the east coast, we're kind of used to dealing with um, maybe not temperatures like that, but our humidity be crazy. That's what it is. That's what it was today. I think the humidity was like seventy six percent or something like it that. It was like so heavy that's outside. Why it felt one hundred and five when it was really ninety seven, but ninety seven is still hot as hell. It was. It was literally. It, I was baking. I mean, I was sweating for no reason. I mean, seriously. Um, in other news, I of course am still on my healing journey. You know, trying to get this knee together. Um, I've had a few setbacks over the couple last couple weeks, but I'm just really trying to push through it and go to physical therapy and do what I need to do because I got outfits to wear from Shein for Hot Girl Summer before it's over. Ah, you keep talking about these Shein outfits. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I did a whole little Shein haul. I was like, I haven't um bought any clothes. Mind you, it's all like club shit. It's all like brunch, like, dress, another going? dress, another brunch. You don't even be going out for you to be purchasing this stuff. You're I, supposed to find some cute little casual. casual. 
And that was my intention going on the website. And then I started seeing all these hot girl summer fits come through for like $7. Now, $7? Now, if I don't put on $7, now you have to find somewhere to go just to wear the shit. Because before you know it, it just be cold. I don't know. You know how that happens? Every year, Every year. I, I shop and I get all this stuff. Yep. And by the time... I'm ready to wear it. It's getting cold. Right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens in winter for me. So, I'm going to start, um, you know, I already purchased some things like little jackets and hats and things like that. Because I was already under the impression that I wasn't going to have any type of summer. But. You bought fall stuff already? I bought, like, like I had bought the hat and, like, I bought my little fur thing. And I'm going to really start, you know, kind of early. But, again, I don't know where I'll be going come the fall either. You just gotta be ready because you don't want to get invited somewhere and be like, I've accepted the fat girl me right now. And I've accepted her and now I have to dress her. And I think that's why I got some Shein outfits just to make me feel better about being a fat girl putting on some fits like and and not the fat girl I was before. I mean, like I'm actually a fat girl now. I'm not on the I'm not on the line anymore. I'm actually a fat girl. Looking back on pictures of myself in 22 years ago, I'm like, oh, why was it? I was really giving thick my dumb. And now I'm just giving fat. Shut up. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, stay hydrated, my friends. It's hot as hell out there. It's about to be 4th of July. Y'all already know people about to be wilding out. Um, I hope it rain on their ass. I, I hope it does, rain too. In the next couple days. It I is. hope it rain on y'all. Ass, you coons. <laughs> I'm not really in the business of celebrating Fourth of July, but um, you know, do your thing. I ain't, I ain't gonna hate on you or whatever. I might ask you for a burn hot dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming, but save me. <laughs> Happy Juneteenth. Go to my cookout and all oh, black. Exactly. Keep that same energy. Um, <laughs> not for burn dog. Um. And other news, um, upon healing, Amber's working, we're staying in the house. Uh, we did let you all know about our cousin, Brianna, in the last episode. Glory be to God in the highest. The, the most high has come through for us. And she's doing so much better. She's home. So, thank y'all to the village that prayed with us, prayed for us, and just, you know, sent those positive vibes. We love you, girl. Okay. Um, moving forward. Um, a couple things we need to talk about before we get to, like, the main topic, so y'all bear with me, because there's a whole lot going on. First of all, we had the BET Awards that just popped off a couple days ago. Did you actually watch them, or did you watch fucking highlights? I actually went back and watched the actual BET Awards. I love Taraji. She was really good. Um. No, the best part was, was the DJ at the beginning that, um, you know... The little pre-show that had he had different artists. Um, oh, maybe I missed that. Before. Okay, that was the best part. Oh, it wasn't okay. the actual awards. Maybe, okay, like, I definitely missed that. Ja Rule and, oh, they was performing all kinds of people. They they were like from their homes. They were performing songs. Oh, and all of that. Okay, that I need to go back and look at that. Uh, I see that Kirk Franklin opened up the show with Lil Baby. And, you know, Kurt Franklin's just getting closer and closer to the... He about to put out a rap album on y'all. At this point. I think think he's working on it. He is is ready to drop 16 bars, like, immediately. Like, I mean, I was like, okay, whose song is it? Is it Lil Baby's song or is it Kurt Franklin's? I mean, at this point, I don't know. 
Um, Sierra looked like she was dressed for the year 2006. She had on, like, the big belt in the middle. Mm. It was very much giving me circa 2006. Y'all know the belts. You know the belts. We wore them in the middle of everything for absolutely no reason. No, let me tell you, this is your fault because I never wanted to wear none of them raggedy ass, Power Ranger ass belts. Every time I would put on an outfit, Bianca would be like, that needs a belt. You need a belt in the middle of that. Get off me. I'm like, she would literally put on a belt in the middle of every outfit I put on. I wear some place, she'd be like, mm-hmm. You need a belt. I literally was just big, dumbass, yellow-ass belt. Yellow, brown. We had them in every fucking color. You know the vibes. And that braided um, silver one, you know, that everybody wore. That was also a hot belt. And it was like the bigger your belt. I mean, I had my fucking belts that looked like wrestling belts. I'm not even lying. And I wore them proudly. And now you look dumb as fuck. Oh. With the wrestling belt on. With the baby doll Oh my god. <laughs> it's horrible. Um Moneybag Yo also looked terrible in like that purple get up he had on. Um, who else? Oh, uh this little girl Coyle Ray. She was dressed like she was on the set of the fifth element. It was very much not giving. It was not per. Um who else was dressed terribly? There was a lot of people that were dressed really bad. Um, I didn't like Jennifer Hudson's look. Did not care for her look. The hair, either. not sure what that was doing. Mm-mm. I think who looked best the whole night was Seven Streeter. Seven Streeter slayed. Her From body looked amazing. The outfit was so cute. I saw her. I don't even see nobody else. Yeah, I Seven mean, look good. she looked uh, good. Yeah, it just was very. Lackluster. I remember the BET Awards was like the height of the fashion. You know, it was. Very trendy and all of that. I mean, they think they doing it. That's just the thing. Yeah, dipping it, doing it. That's what they, they doing. They really think they doing something. Uh, the po- the performances were um, pretty good, actually. Yeah. I didn't care for City Girls. I'm like, are y'all a dance group or a rap That's group? probably the only performance I really didn't care for. Because I just... Who told y'all to get up there and bust out... Choreography! It was... in the choreography wasn't good. Y'all look like a stop and shake group from, like, like Miami. Megan does choreography, but... In a sexy way. Y'all was... It was just bad. You could tell that they're not dancers. I don't know. Maybe they felt like they need to give that because this is their first time performing together at the BET Awards. And also, you know... People have always talked about how their performances are boring. I mean, I feel like they could have had, like you said, a little choreo mixed with the rapping. You know, JT, you no one's heard you actually rap on a stage nationally, publicly, like this on national TV for like a really long time. So, I just felt like y'all were very much giving out of breath and... I just let the dancers do their thing. Do their thing. Like, y'all didn't have to... Whatever. Okay. Um. You so, know they went on that that lace that lace front. She had a whole shape up. Oh my gosh! Had, it was. It, mm, I didn't like the outfit. Shape up lace front. She had on. Talk about some. She she asked for her hairline to be sharp. No, you didn't. You did not ask for a shape up. No, you asked for baby hair, bitch. Like not a dang one. Oh my god! It just wasn't giving what they said it was supposed to have. Gay. Um. One of the really good performances was. Um, Roddy Rich, I really liked his performance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
He's so cute. Yeah, I really like his performance. I like how he kind of like sings and, you know, raps or whatever. Meg, she did her thing. This was one of the first times I seen Meg Thee Stallion not looking extra cheap. Like, she looked like her <laughs> costumes were like very much put together. Like, she looked like she was there to perform. Not like she was at the club and they brought her up on stage for a few songs. Like, that's what she usually looks like. <laughs> she looked expensive and her hair looked the fuck good and she did that. So, Shout out to you, Meg. Um, I don't know if there's any other performances. I saw the uh, tribute um, to Queen Latifah, MC Light. You didn't know some of the words. You had time to prepare. Right. What did uh, you think about Lil' Kim with the Prada sign on her bag? Well, she was dressed like a whole Prada bag. But what if you think about the little piece on the bag? Amber, first of all, the first thing that came into my mind was when I was a little bit younger and we cut my bang into the V. Yeah, I was like, oh, Bianca had this bang. I literally wore that Star Wars bang for like a few months. Yeah. And I thought I was giving. What would it give it up? I just, I mean, it had the point and everything. So I was totally here for the Prada bag, um, you know, simulation. Loved it. Uh, other than that, uh, Lil Nas X got a ton of backlash. First of all, I felt secondhand embarrassment for him. Not because the performance wasn't good, because the performance was bomb as fuck. It was just being in front of that audience yeah. with that song. It just made me cringe for him. Like I was cringing the entire performance. I really was. The bravery of that man. And the people in the audience didn't know how to receive it. If you didn't see Lil Nas X performance, he was, you know, in his full come in if you want, come in if you need. I mean, men on stage, all the queens busting it out, and then at the end, he tongued a dude down on stage at the BET Awards. So that's just something that just—I guess—I mean, anybody seen that play at the BET Awards? What did you think about his? I hated it. I hated it. I hated his attire. um, What you call Billy Porter? Yeah, he thinks he's Billy Porter, and you're not. Capital T, Benny Porter. Okay. What about um uh, the Migos? I mean, they they always have nice performance. Cardi B coming out. Migos was pregnant. lit. I got a feeling she's pregnant because she's been in the cut. Yeah, uh, she's definitely been out of the way and like only doing videos like from like the face up. Migos, I love their song Straightening. That's my jam. So I thought it was given. I love me some takeoff. Like he's the best Migos, low key. Um, um, sweetie, you probably shouldn't wore that heavy ass dress if you was gonna walk like correct. that. Correct. You knew you had to present. I'm sorry, y'all. This dress heavy as hell. You knew that when you put it on. The way she was walking so slow, girl. She's walking like, like a Barbie doll. Put the fuck on. <laughs> it was not. All in all, I will say, um, oh, of course, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack Slate. Oh, I did not know that they had formed a group. Me either. I said, what? What's the Silk name? Sonic. I was looking for Silk Sonic. <laughs> I said, hold on, that's Bruno. And Anderson Pack. And then he was like, do y'all want to hear a new song as though they're collaborating together? Yeah. I was looking for the Silk Sonic. This is very much reminiscent of when CeeLo uh, was with. I forgot whatever that group was, and they had like formed a whole group and like mm-hmm. done their whole thing. I think this is great for both of them. Anderson Pack is a great um, artist who deserves a lot more recognition than he gets, and so this platform of Bruno Mars just 
excels him over because Bruno touches every genre, hip hop, jazz, whatever, pop, all of that. So, all in all, I will say this was a better BET Awards than has been in the past because um, it looked very nice to have everyone at the tables and still a little bit more social distance. It felt like a more classy event. It was it was just done a little bit yeah, better. Because, yeah, because um, in the past years, it was a little gallery. It was a little janky. It was. Yeah, this, um, this was better. I did see Benzino say something on Media Takeout reported that, you know, he was like, appalled at Lil Nas X performance and that it was too much. He was like, it was forced on us. It was too much. And BET knew what they were doing bringing Lil Nas X to perform that song. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing and they knew they were going to stir things up. They said it's Pride Month. Exactly. And stir the pot they did. I did not expect him to tongue a dude down and I mean it was just a very provocative performance all the way around. Girl, Melissa sings it around the house all day long. That one part is in my head all the time. I don't know the rest of the words. Smooth like a newborn. <laughs> I'm not nothing else. I ain't playing no games everywhere that I I don't know those words. Well, I'm also, you know, TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm on TikTok. So, um, go back and watch it if you haven't seen it. I thought it was entertaining, to say the least. Considering what the BET Awards has given us in the past. Okay, boop. Moving forward. Let's talk about Britney Spears real quick. That's so hard. I need to talk about my girl. Hashtag free Britney. Free Brit Brit. And this is the power of fucking social media. This is what social media should be used for. These are the platforms that we're stronger together than we are against each other. Because I really believe the only reason why Britney Spears got the courage to speak up and speak out was because of this free Britney movement. And was because people were uncovering certain things and now it's all out there and people are like, oh, fuck that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who don't know, Britney Spears' family, specifically her father, has had um, power over her conservatorship. Basically, they've been in charge of all of her money over the past 13 years. And she's basically come out recently and saying that, you know, my family has manipulated me. They have forced me into basically hiding, you know. She basically just said, I want my life back. I want to be in charge of my own money. And and you got all of these bitch-ass people around saying dumb stuff like uh, Kevin Federline. He's like, as long as um, giving her power over her conservatorship is in the best interest of the kids and I'm here for it. You don't sound like you're advocating for her, sir. Mm-mm. You sound like you're not sure if she's going to be in charge of her money the way you think she should and that you want to make sure it's the best thing for your kids. I totally understand that, but Britney Spears is worth like $60 million or something like that. So her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears... Um, the father, the fiance, like all of them play like a part in her conservatorship. I just don't understand. I just read that um the judge denied the request to remove her father as co-conservator. So Exactly. So she was basically saying that she wanted, you know, to be in charge of her money without going through another evaluation. I don't want you to clinically say I'm this, I'm that, whatever, because you don't know whose pockets. Yeah, and, and, and why, why are you making this grown ass woman put, have an IUD? 
Exactly. And she want kids. Exactly. So they have basically taken over Britney Spears' life. And I think that the father and them knew that shit was about to crumble because remember all of them videos that was going around, Britney Spears basically trying to prove to everyone mm-hmm. that she was alive. That, you know, I'm not, you know, uploading old videos. This is the real me. Because no one believed it. They literally believed it. Yeah, dancing, looking stupid as shit. Yeah, you know, pot of boran around the damn house in the same outfit for 15 days. And that's what I'm wondering, like, you don't never see her out in these streets and no boo or nothing. No. You ain't going to get a bite to eat. Correct. They are in charge of every aspect of her life. And there have been so many. Why? Like, (laughs) well, you know, back then when, you know, she kind of had the mental breakdown and everything, the father used that as his springboard to get on top of her money because she went crazy. So they put the kids in and everything said. Y'all probably drove her fucking crazy. Exactly. Y'all probably drove her fucking crazy. And so they, like, put. Her sister, Jamie Lynn, in it saying that, you know, she's saying that everyone in her family has been profiting off of her life. That they all hold some sort of title that ties them to her money. Whether it be like merchandise manager or whatever, they're all tied in. Even the the spouses, they're all tied together. Just mooching off her. Yeah, because Jamie Lynn Spears, I see, is only worth $6 million. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that the only reason why Zoe 101 existed in the first place was because the father used Britney Spears' money to launch Jamie Lynn Spears' like career or whatever. Mm. And you talk about $60 million against $6 million. Right. Her money's doing circles around you. So... The Free Britney movement has gotten so real. I mean, there are people on TikTok straight deep diving into this thing. Yeah. It's good that these celebrities are speaking up and try to advocate for her as well. So, hopefully. I hope she get her money back. I really, really And, do. and get her freedom. I mean, she expressed that she wants kids and she wants to get married. She can't even do nothing. She that. can't do any of that. And the fact that they're denying that, I feel like y'all are in the pocket that the father lawyers are you know talking to y'all and communicating with y'all and really don't want that to take place like that shit has me like tripping yeah like, this is real life this, this is, is real life. life y'all got her in the house like a fucking cage animal yes like this girl is literally putting out videos to make us believe that she's okay and like there's been so much evidence of like videos when they're like you can they're, they're saying that in the background you can tell someone telling her to smile to like you know, make herself look happy, basically. And when you listen to the the court, um, the you know, the hearing or whatever, it's like the first time you hear Britney Spears speak in a normal voice. Because mm-hmm. on the video, she's like, yeah, I'm Britney Spears, and I'm good. It's all good here. And, yeah. like, still having this very, like, pop-up beat when she went very real in front of the judge and was like, I just want my life back. I'm tired of this. Like, she is drained. Y'all are draining that woman. Hashtag free Britney. Free Britney. My God. She's draining me. Oh, my God. Moving forward. Okay, so the last two things we have to talk about are not so fun things, but of course I have to address them because it's happening. Number one, we have the Surfside condo collapse that happened in Miami. Um, If you haven't heard about it, basically... 55 condos just fell to the fucking ground. 12 stories 
of buildings fell to the ground at one something in the morning. So 150 people were in bed and this building collapsed like a pancake. Now, um, they haven't found any survivors. They found, I believe the death toll is up to 16 people. There are so many stories going on right now about why this happened, how this happened, um, that there was structural damage because uh, it's a beachfront property, so it uh, does a lot of corrosion and stuff from the salt water and all that. Mm-hmm. And so they say that it was a lot of repairs that needed to be done and that it wasn't structurally sound and there was back and forth between the owner and the tenants about work that needed to be done that cost like millions of dollars. Yeah, it said that um, Miami condo owners were reportedly warned of the building's deterioration and hit with $15 million repair bill weeks before it collapsed. Right. What the hell? Right. So, basically, they said... You knew the shit was coming Exactly. You knew it was happening. You knew that this was a possibility, and you ignored it. So, for... Just can you imagine the amount of lawsuits that are about to come out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, these people pay condo fees, all that. You're talking about beachfront property in Miami. They said that they couldn't find enough contractors for the concrete work and were racing against hurricane season. That it was in the process of, you know, getting repairs, but they couldn't get enough contractors. Which is fucking sad. That the safety of all those people falls in the hands of particulars like not having enough work. So, 11 people dead, 150 missing. Missing! Missing! I was reading about an older couple that were found in bed together in the rubble. Mm. The notebook style. Mm. Like, in bed together, dead. And they have been married for 59 years. Oh, this That's is so tragic. This, this to me, is not getting the news coverage that it deserves. Yes. Like, this is the amount of people that... Okay, boom. Let me, let me just go back. There are a lot of people, of course, on social media saying that this did not look like an accident. That the way that the building fell was kind of demolition style. And they're comparing notes from other things that have happened, like the Oklahoma City bombing, look very similar to um, the collapse. I mean, it's literally 12 stories of nothing but rubble. My heart goes out to all of the families who just don't have answers. They don't have answers at all. You're talking about 150 people who are not accounted for. And it's like, well, what do you assume? If you haven't heard from them now. Right. What do you assume? This you think was, they alive under the rubble? This was last Thursday. I don't think that without water and all of that, I think three, four days tops. But all these people were in bed. They had no time to prepare. Right. No nothing. Like, can you, can you imagine coming home to the place that's supposed to be your peace mm-hmm. and you're not even safe there? Like... Oh, man, it's a tragedy. So I keep, you know, keeping up with it because there's just so many families that are missing family. And if it is some foul play involved in this, which I don't think it is, I really think it's just people being negligent. Mm -hmm. But that's basically the same thing as foul play because if they're telling you that this needs to happen or you could face a building collapse, 
I mean, I'm rolling. Yeah, I got to go. There were people that survived. I mean, think about being the other person on the other end. Uh, only half of the building went down. So, what if you were, you know, in that building over there where people made it out? And, it's just, it's really, really effing sad. I I can't believe that that even happened. And I really want to move to a high-rise. And I'm scared now. Yeah. Fuck that beachfront property. You see everything that glitters ain't gold. (laughs) Okay? Anyway, yeah. um, I hope that they get to the bottom of it and... If nothing else, find the remains of everyone who's missing yeah, to give the people while, closure. But... Yeah, because they they say that like people oh. are working, you know, around the clock or whatever. Um, my last bit of news is a little bit disappointing. Uh, I'm also not surprised. It's just the system that we live in. Bill Cosby is free. Oh. Bill Cosby is out of jail. And I don't even know where to start with that. Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad tweeted, finally. I was like, I was like, hold on. Hold on. I said, finally. Y'all, y'all, y'all really, look. But then she went on to say, this is what she just contradicting herself because then she sat up there and said that she's basically not you know, saying that these things didn't happen and But he shouldn't be in jail. Yeah, I just don't understand. It's like she just contradicted herself. It's like it's saying you don't you don't you you want justice for the victims as long as it ain't Bill. She said finally a terrible wrong is being right righted. A miscarriage (laughs) of justice is corrected. Um Felicia uh, what? And then, what was it, Janet uh, Hubbard? Uber, what was her name? I think Hubbard. Felicia, what are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. Oh, how could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Mm. Here comes the shit shower. <laughs> outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old-ass guilty man. Yeah. And... I'm going to just tell you my, how I stand on it and you give me your two cents. It's too many of them that saying that shit happened for some of it not to be true. Yeah, I understand there's some clout chasing <clears throat> assholes that might be up in the mix of that. Mm-hmm. But it's way too many women whose story corroborates. Like about, we'll touch on that T.I. and Tiny saying. It, it, it's just, it's, it's, it, after a while it's not a coincidence baby, it's facts. And, and the way that you went about it was very similar as far as, and you know, um, the whole presenting it with something to drink and all that. Now, don't get me wrong. They're saying that, you know, how did these women get in a position to be alone with this married man? Yeah. And I understand that. But he's also a married man with money and none of that shit fucking matters. But at the same time, they're saying, well, how'd you get in this position with this man knowing that... You know, like it's it's a, they were sexualizing basically the context in which they were mm. together in a hotel room alone. I, or I don't see. I would love to understand someone's point of view that think he absolutely didn't do that. Like, there's no truth to any of this. It's just like, where are you getting that from? Like, what makes you think none of this shit is true at all? Like, 
the, the fact that first of all these women were telling these stories without knowing who some of them were yeah. so they weren't giving you know like oh they all got together and made up this story all of the stories just started sounding the same about how they felt like they were drugged and all of that like, like don't let this slew foot ass blind man old ass man pull the wool over you I like yeah he old shit now this is when he was younger okay and he was on the good foot don't let that pudding pop 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 fool you right just cause he old now you feel bad for him and all of that I think it's some truth to it but how would we ever really know right the same way how I feel about Russell Simmons all of these women are not lying yeah. All of these women telling these stories about how you coerced him to do these things are not lying. Why do you think he's not around? Y'all don't see Russell Simmons nowhere. That nigga's in Bali somewhere where he can't be extradited back to the United States. And that's point blank, period. That's on mothers. The same thing of this John McAfee dude, or if that's his name, that quote-unquote died right before he was supposed to get indicted on all this tax evasion stuff. Them fools ain't dead, and they somewhere living their best life sitting on top of money and Bill Cosby probably about to do the same thing he's going to lay low he's going to keep a low profile and he's going to go in the cut and live his life until he dies people are like oh do you think he still has money he's worth 400 million dollars why trust wouldn't me. he have some he money? got money yeah he done paid off quite a few people but trust and believe he could spend 100 million dollars and he still got money for the rest of his life yeah, just let his old ass get out so he can die home because you know what? Just God knows the truth, Bill. <laughs> God knows the truth, Billy. It just pisses me off because you know he is such an icon to so many people's childhood, and because of that image, we forget he's still a man. He's still a person. He still was in the the world of Holly Weird. So you don't know what the French toast was going on. Bill's home. Bill, stay off TV. That's what you need to do. This is not your time to I wouldn't say shit. Nothing. Nothing. This is not vindication, okay? This is sit your ass at home, collect your little royalty checks, and shut up. Because you ain't supposed to be home. Right. You sit there and be quiet. I mean, it's men that's been lynched and killed for just being insinuated that they were looking at a white woman wrong or you know what I'm saying something like that whistling at a white woman and here you are you know what I just how long was he locked up though his sentence was from 3 to 10 years I want to say he got I think he got um, convicted in 2018 so I think he's been locked up for like 3 years uh, I knew he was going to do the minimum yeah I knew he was going to get out you know um the, the the part that pisses me off is that he's not out due to like COVID and like you know something like that. He's out due to them literally overturning. What? I don't get it. All those what? people. Now you literally think about being that woman that you've put this story out there, put yourself out there on the line, and said this happened to me, and I'm standing firm in it. And now that nigga just walking down, skipping down the street. About to go get some pudding pop. Shut the hell up. About to eat some jello, endorse jello or some shit. And they, you know, reeling from, you know, this trauma. I just. You're fucking dumb. You know what? Not T.I. been out with his mouth and say shit. Not a damn thing. You, you and your wife. You can't give your opinion at all, sir. Y'all, y'all on the line. 
Oh, Lord. That was a lot. Amber, wasn't that a lot? I feel like we have more to talk about, but that was a lot, okay? And I need to take a sip of water or something. We uh, coming back right after the commercial, y'all. Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, jumping into the history of this week. Um, I don't think I had a history last week. I don't think I did. But this is a little fun history today. On this day, 1989, Do the Right Thing was released in theaters. Oh, I was a babe. Now, yes, the Amber, this is the year you were born. Uh, I feel like all of Spike Lee's movies need to be seen by black people. Because he has such a different directive perspective that he made his movies, he put his stamp on movies. Like, if I look, put on something on TV right now, you don't have to tell me it's a Spike Lee joint. I know yeah. automatically. He has a aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Do the Right Thing uh, was set, I believe, in best Eye, And it was, like, on the hottest day of the year. It was just, like, you know, everything that transpired on that hottest day of the year. And I thought that that was so funny that that was the history today, being as though we're literally in the middle of a heat wave. Right. And <laughs> do the right thing. You just saw everybody just trying to stay cool all day long. That's all I think about. So everybody hot as shit. Yeah. And like trying to like put ice on them, just sweating, just do the right thing was a lit ass movie. It had a lot of, um, little messages tucked in there. Poor Radio Raheem. They ain't have to do him like that. Uh, It's a great movie. Definitely one of the classics. I feel like that, Malcolm X, um, School Days, Do the Right Thing, all of that was like when Spike Lee was really like doing his thing. So, maybe I should be a little nostalgic and watch it. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, y'all. So, rubs hands like bird man. We're jumping into the topic this week. Uh, okay, we did the whole poly thing um, the last episode. And it got me to thinking about just like sexual boundaries and structure of relationships. And, you know, how does that come to be? I, I really jumped off the springboard and was thinking about it um, in terms of polydynamics. And, you know, what if this was two men or... You know, what if this, you know, the dynamic isn't always one man and two women, you know. So, I was just thinking about, you know, boundaries or boxes. And that's what this episode is called, Boundaries or Boxes. And it's really asking the question, especially, look, I want to say this episode is geared towards men, but it doesn't have to be because I deal with women who present masculine and they identify with some of the same stuff as well so 
Um, it's just about asking the question, you know, is our sexuality put in a box because of who we're supposed to be? Or do we just put boundaries on ourselves because, you know, they're your personal boundaries? Not because of what society thinks or whatever, but like your own personal boundaries. So, we took a poll on Instagram. Gosh. Well, we feel like y'all was lying, but y'all okay. was capping. Y'all definitely was capping. Y'all lying like shit. So we were exploring the boundaries of pleasure as it pertains to men. Again, I'm going to be intertwining this also with masculine identified women, also feminine women as well, whatever. But just in the terms of boundaries and you know sexuality, whatever. So we asked a couple questions. And the first question was, are you comfortable with a dominant woman in the bedroom? Everyone said yes. (laughs) So, it's safe to say that, and and you didn't say this part, that we definitely asked men to respond. respond. Absolutely. So, So, these are men's responses to these questions, for the most part. Um... Are you comfortable with the dominant um, part of the bedroom? Y'all niggas are full of shit. That's, that's number one. Because if I grab you by the throat and tell you to take your fucking drawers they off. They like it. Yeah, but like they say they do, but that would catch a lot of niggas off guard. But they like it though. They like a woman to assert dominate. herself. Yeah, they like it. Trust me. They like being cuffed and all of that. Men like being choked. They like their hair being pulled. They like all that. I feel like men don't ever admit that. Like, that's something that, like... You just gotta do it. Yeah, I feel like that's something, like, a man would have to be like, don't look at me. Like... It's <laughs> not disgusting. Like, don't look at me. and Don't, don't stare into my eyes too long. Like, but... Um, so many times that dynamic, we're always hearing about a man being the one to throw us up against the wall and kiss us and rip our clothes off and all of that. And I feel like it's 2021. City girls told us, like, we, we, we can do whatever we want. So, I also got some of the response, um, they were saying not all the time. So, they do like that a woman can take control and, you know, dominate, but not all the time. Yeah. But it's cool that it's something that they, you know, do from time to time. Okay. So, I, I feel like that's maybe... I'm going to say, first of all, I have to, you know, get your opinion on this more so than anything because I've dealt with women for so long. But I feel like the dynamic between men and women um, in terms of pleasure has changed a little bit with the times where men can be a little bit more vulnerable, like, in the bedroom and stuff. Because some of the shit you be telling me, Amber, I be like, what? (laughs) Like, nigga, what? But I am totally here for men not, again, we're talking about boxes or boundaries. Like, do I not like this behavior because it's not um, deemed as masculine? Or do I not fuck with this behavior because it just doesn't feel good to me? I think for men, it's because they automatically, that's some gay shit. Right, right. Some men, some men are open to it, but you know, men that are comfortable with their sexuality don't have an issue with it. But I think it's homophobic people that I'm also worried about because, like, 
why if it's something that you enjoy and something that you get pleasure from why do you care what society think you society's not in a bedroom with you right but a man will brag about what he's done to a woman but not what a woman has done to him like ain't no nigga gonna be talking about this boy's like man she threw my ass on that bed like <laughs> you don't think so no feedback me please because we we although we have men respond um we were in conversations with a few men or whatever i was in <laughs> dms and i had a few conversations as well too so i think that men are more apt to one give you the truth when they try to get some like a dude that missy y'all know she's on the scene missy now y'all know you know it's just like when when a dude is on the scene or whatever, like it's like you said, you just have to like do it. You can't, you gotta spray it on him. You can't talk about that shit. I think if they're comfortable enough with you, then yeah. But you know, I did have some when I was younger. Straight up, you recall I was dealing with this dude, and he was like, "I want to see, you know, how freaky you are," and I was like, "Okay." And he was like putting his legs in the air. <laughs> and was like, I want you to lick right. He went he went past the gooch. <laughs> he went past the G spot. He was almost at the booty hole. He was like at the booty hole. And I was like 18. <laughs> oh my God. I was like 17, 18, like. Like my freak ain't out the bag. I was like, what? Right. Hold on. <laughs> what he I remember. Because I ain't, I, at this point, I'm not going to pass the balls. Right. At 18, I'm just getting there. Right. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> like, I'm still a little fickle about the, the balls. Bullshit. <laughs> and you talk about the booty. I'm just getting my toe wet. You want me to put my mouth where? Right. This, and this is the same nigga that's, that a hawk spit in my mouth. Look, See, it was, it, two, this is what I'm talking about. See, this is, this is where we get into the boundaries in the boxes because this is not something society said wasn't right. Nigga, I didn't like the way the shit made me feel. Yeah, That's yeah. a no for me. That's a no for you. Personally, boundaries. You're not hawk spitting in my mouth. I was gagging. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, Y'all know my gag reflex. And then he smoked Capone. His saliva was all <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh shit, I'm gagging. I'm just imagining. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's so dramatic. But I was gagging. She so was. it's like, so what makes you think I would put my tongue in your booty hole? I don't know. Now, okay, we asked this question. We'll just jump right to that question because we have other things we asking. So we did talk about butt play. And you know, um, men hear butt play and they automatically think, you know what I'm saying, like penetration or whatever. But no, just like actually being, why why do you have it in your mind that being stimulated in that area is a gay thing? It's still a pleasure sensor. It's still attached to your body. So why would you? Exactly, especially if, if you're with a woman if you've never been with a man before and this is something that a woman is going to do with you, how is that gay? It's not a man. Right. That that doesn't make no sense. It's like, so is me kissing you gay? Like, I, I just don't get it. But like, if a dude eat my booty like groceries, that's cool. Right. Like, what? 
But for a woman to 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 go that route with a man, well, first of all, because niggas is nasty. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> niggas don't be washing their booty hole. I saw on TikTok that there are several, several. This was a consensus: men that don't spread their butt cheeks in the shower. That's so fucking. And that, my friend, is a boundary. I do have it in my head though that men don't, because it's like if if you if you're not comfortable with a woman nowhere near your ass. I doubt very seriously you're taking that wash rag and sticking a finger hmm. up in that booty hole getting it clean. Getting it clean. Squish wash. Squish wash. I, like, women, I have full faith that women are, but I just don't have faith in men doing that. But we did have a very few, I want to say two two or three men said, you know, that they wouldn't... That if a woman were to lick their butt or, you know, or, you know, what they call, I'm getting very intimate here, it's called rimming, which is the outside of the butthole. It's not like they're putting right. their tongue in your ass, right. but they are stimulating the, you know, um, the area or whatever. And... Some men have admitted that that's where they get their best orgasm or, right. you know, or, or we've all read books. I know women have all read books where a woman has stuck their finger up their partner's butt and stuff. Like right. literally every hood book that you read is a woman in her dude who's like a kingpin ass dude having crazy ass wild listen, ass sex like listen. that. You know I love you know I love me a hood nigga, right? <laughs> In my head, that's where the fuck I draw the line. I'm not sticking my finger up your ass. In my head, you like dick. You like dick if you want a finger up your ass. So that's a boundary for that's you. That's a boundary for me. But at the same time A finger though. Okay, well, is it is it homophobic on the other end if a man wants to do that to you? Why is it different? Because uh, why would a dick in a woman's butt be? That doesn't make sense. That that's normal. Well, no, I'm saying no. Anal is not normal to some people. It's but like, it's normal for it is normal for a man to stick his dick in a woman's butt. Of course, you can't compare that to a man sticking his dick in a man's butt. But a finger is not. It's it's, it's a it's pleasure a baby thing. Dick. Oh my god. In my head, it automatically goes to you want to see what a dick is like. Well, this is the thing, though. This is what we're talking about. See, if a man says that to you, again, now you've put him in a box because of what you feel like is masculine or what's normal when that's just him letting down his boundaries or whatever. That's a little too far for me. I mean... I wouldn't feel comfortable. To, To me... I don't know. To I'm, me, you ain't that damn masculine if you want a finger in your butt. I mean, I don't know. Okay, okay. We asked the same question about, on the other flip side, of men being stimulated through their nipples. Licking, biting, pinching, all of that. I mean, why is that any different? That's different because it's not, a finger don't feel like a dick. A finger could very well feel like a penis. It doesn't. I'm not going to go too far into that, but it can. <laughs> If you have a man that has a nice big finger, it can very well feel like a dick. But you're assuming that if your man is okay with that, not that he's like asking for it or something like that, but like I would never think to do it. I don't know. I don't. Maybe this is my lesbian mind or whatever because I just don't associate those roles with like 
I don't I don't associate sexuality with pleasure. And there are going to be things that feel good to other people that, again, might be a boundary for some, but might not be a boundary for other people. And so, it's not going to, if you're, like, there's a a man and a woman on Pornhub that I watch all the time, full disclaimer, I really like, it's, it's, it's a show. And they're married or whatever, but she be, like, on Pornhub, like sucking it from the back and like kissing in his butthole and like all of that and like they're married and they're committed to each other but they just don't have those boundaries in the bedroom i just think for me that that that's about that's just too far i think the finger actually in now around or like men, women grab men's ass when they're having sex or you might kiss down there or something for me, sticking a finger in there would never happen. I mean, it's a boundary for you. Yeah, to me, that that that's where the masculinity just—you lost me right there. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I just don't. Now, granted, it's not something that I feel like should happen all the time. But I feel like if I was dealing with men and a man suggested that to me first of all it would have to be in the right context in the right way and everything yeah. like it would have to be like we're fully in the mood and we're already on freak road okay like you gotta ease me into that okay but now do I personally want to do that to a man no absolutely not I don't even think I want to do that to a woman I don't want my finger in or around your butthole that's not something. A, a lot of women don't even like that. So it's like yeah. in, in my head, to, for me, I don't understand why a man would seek pleasure in something that a woman, a lot of women really like. Like some of my friends just be like, oh, I don't even like, you know, a favorite in my butt. Like, right. So it's like for a man to want it, to me, I just can't wrap my mind around But that. that's because of what society tells you is normal. Because what if we grew up our entire life and that was a normal part of sex? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we, what if you never heard anything but that? That, like, yeah, oh, by the way, like, I. Well, and that's a different well. conversation. You can't really compare that because but it's not normal. I'm just saying that it's not normal compared to what society deems as It's not, normal. I've been, I, I've, I mean, I've, I've been with enough men. I've seen enough. No one's asked anything like that. Even the nigga that wanted his booty hole licked. I've never heard of a man asking for a fucking finger up his ass. I mean. To me, that's not normal. I would hear. I think I would have heard it by now. I don't know. I've experienced... Okay, I'm going to say this, y'all. Let me... Full disclosure. um, When I was in college, I was really good friends with a female dominatrix who used to invite me um, on, you know, like her little play dates and stuff sometimes so she could make extra money. And so... There would be a lot of times where I was just basically a voyeur, you know, looking on to, you know, see what was going on or whatever. And just kind of like I got immersed in the lifestyle without participating in it. And baby, let me just say, maybe this is a black thing because those white men, CEOs, Indian men, all these motherfuckers with money, they are nasty. What you think is freaked out? Oh, little baby handcuffs and oh, let me blindfold you, baby. No, that's a walk in the park, okay? I I have seen men take shots of a bitch 
piss mixed with champagne, okay? Getting peed on. That's not freaky. That's just sick. Well, that it's freaky to them. It's kinky. Yes, that's not sanitary. (laughs) Right. So my idea of boundaries when it comes to sex are a little bit warped because I have seen people ask for the craziest shit, and these are you know people that have jobs and wives and families and they they love their families but there's this little piece of kink in them that can only be fulfilled by this small group of you know and a lot of those men also fuck men yeah okay that's what i'm saying so there's a line between kinky and you low-key want to fuck with a man so that's why I got balanced when it comes to certain things because it's like now we're, we're stepping into some different territories right now. <laughs> I just don't think that a man should automatically be deemed gay if that is something that he wanted to. You no, know, not necessarily gay, but for me, I, I like really masculine men. So if that's if it's, if it's something I feel like going to take away from that, I might be turned off if you ask for something that's just a little too extra like so I think it'll turn me off well yeah and then you have to decide exactly like what your boundaries are I just feel like you know a lot of men specifically like we were talking about like the nipple play or whatever like we automatically associate that with women the nipples and so it's a pleasure center it's so um, I think there were a few men that were not feeling it at all yeah. on the post or whatever. A and couple, but uh, most for me said that they wouldn't mind. Yeah, most said that they wouldn't mind for me as well. And ladies, if you're listening, lick your man's nipple, okay? <laughs> They're basically saying it's fine. If, if he's into that. Now, if you try to he backhand your ass, listen, don't call us because... You got to fill that out first. I a think, little. Start off with a little pinch. And yeah, see what a little you do. pinch, a little, a little nibble, a little bite, a little. You know, maybe not that. That's something like it, it. it might slap your ass. Out. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like men are more apt to let their guard down when you show them that you're, it's okay. Mm-hmm. A man is not going to engage in extra freaky curriculars unless. He feels like you know that you there that you not gonna you know call him out or you know look at him like he crazy. If you with the shit, he with the shit basically. Exactly. So that's about knowing your partner and you know things like that. But at the same time, men don't be afraid to try new shit. Like or don't be afraid. I am a I am full disclosure. One of those people, if you cannot talk about sex in detail with the person that you're having sex with, then you shouldn't be having sex with them. Yeah. I should be able to have a conversation with you about all aspects of what we're doing, what I like, what I want, what I require, all of that without and you. To, and we need to talk about that beforehand because if you do too much talking while we doing it, you're going to piss me off. Yeah. I, I don't want instructions. Right. Doing let's, let's talk about this prior to, or maybe after and be like, you know what? Next time I want you to exactly because you know um that might help you out because guess what um what you don't do somebody else is gonna do mm-hmm. so if you're not comfortable with doing something you know 
if they want it enough, they might get somebody else to do it. That's true. Now, if you're asking for something outrageous, like, okay, like we asked a question about um, getting hair from the back. It's unorthodox. It's not something... We never asked that, though, in the poll. We didn't ask that in the poll. I think we just asked that amongst ourselves. I did ask a couple people that, that said that that doesn't bother them. Because I was curious about that. A woman... get You you giving a nigga head from the back. You're near the ass. And a lot of men don't even want you touching their ass. Like, I went to, like, kind of just get leverage and hold a nigga on his ass. And I almost got choked to death. I mean, I was like, oh shit. I'd rather it happen from the back. The nigga have his legs wide open, busted wide open in the air. Like he getting hit or something. Like a nigga just wide open. Like, here you go. (laughs) You'd rather be behind than in the front? I mean, I'm just thinking about him busting like a V. Like busting it wide open. Like a V. Like they don't put their legs up in the air. That's what I'm thinking. No, it's planted usually. I mean, you don't either land down, their legs are flat. What? No man is putting his legs wide up in the air you to get head trying to get unless he wants his um, booty leg. <laughs> Most of them just chilling. Oh, you know why the first image I got What the fuck? Oh, this is how you know she's gay gay. <laughs> because you're a full lesbian. This half of things <laughs> that men is up with their no. legs. I don't think that, but I'm just saying I'd much rather a man listen, I'd much rather a man ask me to give him hair from the back than him to bust it wide open like a bee. They don't really ask, it kind of just happens like that. I'm just saying like, oh Oh my, no man is busting it in a V that I know of. That is some real (laughs) freaky stuff. He like, get my dick (laughs) off my ass get it off. You acting like they getting the wax. The only time you let to be like that is when you getting the wax. Oh my gosh, this is too funny. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen that. If you got your booty cheeks in the air for me to, to give you hair, we have a major <laughs> I turned off at this point. Okay, but if what I'm about to wax your booty hole. Okay, but what if a nigga just automatically turn around all fours to the hip? <laughs> I'm saying that either flag on the play. I'm talking about if you're gonna give him oral from the back, if he just no. toots it and boots no. it. No. And this is I don't wanna see no man off this is what I'm talking about. That's where the masculinity is has gone out the window and I'm turned off. But why I don't wanna see no man on all fours. Cause that's what I do. I don't wanna see you do anything that I do. But why is that not masculine? It's masculine to see a man in doggy position. He's getting oral from the back. Oh, he's tooting no. and booting it so you can get it good from you the know, back. You know, a man doesn't have to get on all. I can't get into detail right now. No, but that's what I'm just saying. A man don't have to get on all fours for you to do that. But, but t- 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 I just can't imagine y'all get on the floor right now. Ever. Ever. I cannot imagine a man hands knees ah! it because you have to. You have to poke your ass out in that position. You gotta toot it. You, I don't want no man tooting. That's not attractive. Well, Amber, but you just said that like we asked the question. We didn't ask questions about men getting oral from the back. I mean, it's not um, something that happens normally. I gotta make a phone call because I want to ask a nigga right now. <laughs> If you were to get hair from the back, what position would you would be? You be in? Like, do you put your leg up on the couch? Do you like what do you what do? You do? Uh, okay. And see, this is the part I, I'm trying to explain what I'm putting my business in the street. <laughs> but 
But never, listen, this is the thing. You are part of the women that perpetuate that masculine stereotype. It's not a stereotype. It's just what I personally, you know, find attractive. Well, most women, again, you find it attractive because you have this idea of what is masculine. I don't because I don't watch porn. So I go based off my own experiences. Right, I know what feels masculine to you. But it ain't got nothing to do with society. It's really just me. Like, certain little things turn me on and certain things turn me off. And that would be one of them. (laughs) I just can't, Bianca. I I could see you dealing with that, but... It's because you deal with women. Of course, you you don't think about men how I think about. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sexuality is fluid in terms of like sex is pleasure. It is exactly that. It is pleasure. It's. I mean, this is why I feel like a lot of motherfuckers is out here on mediocre status because they're so afraid to like jump out there in the waters of kink. And, I mean, everyone's not no, going to be but kinky. You, but you got to find somebody that's your kinky. That's all that is. I mean, I'm right. pretty sure it's some things that you wouldn't want to do either. You said you wouldn't want them on hot spitting in your mouth. That's normal for a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. So, what is really the difference of I don't want to see a nigga with his butt tooted in the fucking air? That is not Sitting sexy. is from a place of hygiene. A nigga tooting his ass is not. You might as well twerk in a club at this point. It's, it's just, not the oh same. my god. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a man's ass in the air. Amber, Ask I'm going to play some porn for you where you see the man and his wife and she's pleasuring him from the back. And it doesn't look at all, it doesn't, I don't know. I'm picturing it right now. Maybe and I, I cannot imagine me behind no big ass masculine man bent up. Uh, like, what are you doing back there, Amber? Amber say just that y'all didn't see her face. What are you doing back there, bitch? What are you doing? It's like, I feel like my nose would automatically, like, be in the butt. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. So, for me, if you were going to give head from the back, it should be, like, 69 position, but he's laying flat okay. on you. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, okay, you're right. Okay. That's... Head from the back in my head. Okay. okay. Not. Okay. Take it, Amber. Hi, <laughs> hi. the Amber. Hi, hi. Football positions and shit. Like, I think this is a good topic to have, especially for me because I am lesbian. And um, now, this is the thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, I tell people all the time, me being gay has nothing to do with my sexuality. It's, I mean, not to... Has nothing to do with my sex life. Like, I had great sex with men. Like, there was... That you ain't have no men on all fours. I know that. No, I didn't have... See what I'm saying? I didn't get to that point because I think I was a little bit too young. But even at a younger age, my idea of, you know, I, I, I just didn't exist in boundaries like that. And so, I, a lot of times, was bored when it came to, like, dudes because... They're so locked into this one thing, hit it from the back, missionary, nigga put his leg up one time, swear he fucking doing something, and it's just like, you're boring me. Bored, snooze, but you know what? I think that has something to do with age, because you also dealt with me when you were very young. Yeah. And so, because I noticed, even for me, um, my sex drive is different, and 
it's things now I wouldn't have done when I was that age. Yes. I really felt like once I hit 30, shit just took off. Like, I don't give a fuck. Right. But it's it, if it's something that's not going to turn me, I'm going to let you know. Like, uh-uh, that's not going to work for me. But I'm definitely open to way more than I was when I was younger. Like, yeah. Y'all, bring in a little chocolate syrup. Well, yeah, a little whipped cream. That that's rookie shit. Yeah, that's rookie shit. <laughs> I mean, that is that that's that's your idea of freaky things that you like. You watch too much Martin. Like At this you know what point, I'm saying? That's like, like that's like PG. Yeah, um, freaky. Because we did ask about um the, the toys. Oh yeah. That's so another question. Yeah. Truth be told, um, I'm really not into uh, edible things in the bedroom. I got a sensitive area and. It, it's just look okay. I saw Sex in the City when the bitch had the sushi all over her, and that nigga didn't come home. Mm-hmm. Who only knows? Anyway, so um, we also asked the question about toys in the bedroom when it comes to men. I personally asked this question because there was a thread of videos once again on TikTok where there were men like genuinely getting upset finding like a rose in their woman's stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the dude was like, "What the fuck is this?" And he was like, "Is this a vibrator?" He was like, "Nah, nah, like that's crazy." Like he was super offended, and then it proceeded to be like video after video of like girls like planting like a rose in the house, and like him being like, "Well, what do you need this for?" Like, what the fuck? Right? They basically saying like, "Oh, <laughs> you don't think I'm commenting my job?" Exactly. But um, I think that we got a hundred percent. Um, men responded said that toys were fine. Yeah, but I think it. Well, that goes deep because it's a it's a wide variety. We talking about toys. They might be uh, saying whips and fucking handcuffs. We don't know. I don't know. I but mean, I can't imagine a man when like actually using a dildo. It's like, bitch, I'm right here. Yeah. And but it's some other things. There's cock rings and stuff. Yeah, like that. there's vibrators, there's bullets. I mean, there's, I think they both vibrate. Yeah, or whatever. And I mean, literally, there were several men that were, and it was all roses or whatever. So if you don't know what a rose is, it's this like new um, wave vibrator that like stimulates the clit only, and it's supposed to be like God's gift from all vibrators. Like women keep ranting and raving about it and all that. I don't own one, but I like the idea of it or whatever. I think it's really cute. And like, the responses on the TikTok videos were like, not good at all. It was like, literally men that were jealous that their, you know, woman had a vibrator. Now, granted, I think that I was seeing a bit younger guys Mm. in the videos or whatever because I don't know. I just feel like were they mad that they had it in general or or because we're right now we're talking about would you want to use toys in the bedroom like with your partner but if anything if if you saw something like that you should be happy that i have that and not another man's mouth yeah he was just like upset he was like he was like what do you need this for he was like really a vibrator and i was just like um i feel like 95 percent of women have a vibrator or a toy of some sort in their home right, because nigga what if you at work and right. I'm feeling frisky. Right. So I'm supposed to call up somebody else? I honestly feel like women, um, how should I say it? Men, the only thing they can do is like, you know, like 
beat off or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But women have so many other things. But they have this little suction. They have some stuff for men. They do. But I'm just like, women have so many more options Mm -hmm. that it's kind of normalized for women to indulge in toys and vibrators and like all that stuff. what's the difference in a man beating the dick and us using a vibrator? Exactly. I'm just saying. I, I I don't I don't think that there's any difference. I think that I men are just because like I think all men still do that. Oh, because absolutely. You, never know, you know, she may not be around all the time. So. I, I'm also a full believer in. I am a body advocate in general to like know your body, and I don't think that you can fully immerse yourself in a sexual relationship and know what you like until you explore your own body and figure out what you like. And this kind of um, goes into a little bit of masculine identifying lesbians who the same thing, it's not the same thing with men, but there are tons of dominant women in the lesbian world who do not like to be penetrated or touched down there who don't want to be they don't want to be licked on their nipples they don't want you stimulating them in any type of way that's so weird and for for me again when we're talking about boxes or boundaries um studs in particular have this image some of them that I'm a stud, this is how I dress, this is how I act, this is how I am. A lot of lesbian women don't realize until older they come into their own. You start to see lesbian women kind of tone down the masculinity and be more open to, you know, being more feminine or just what feels natural to them. And you would be surprised at how many dominant women in the lesbian world will be like nah like penetration nah mind you that's weird because men like penetration so if that's what you're trying to do men like their nipples licked and something we already talked about that so yeah. it's like you're trying a little too hard at this point maybe. yeah it's 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 so many of them that choose not to indulge sexually in that way they don't want you know that you to like put boring sex life. yeah you don't want to put they want you to put their mouth on your mouth on them they will pleasure you they will you know make sure you're good but as far as them they you know hold off and some of that is just the mindset of you know what a stud should be and some of that is trauma and mm-hmm. that could be the same for you know men as well a lot of these you know men don't want to talk about it men get sexually assaulted and taken advantage of Mm -hmm. just like women do which is why there are you know when a when a young girl gets out here you know is running around fast oh you know she's a hoe but men they could be hypersexualized as well Mm -hmm. from their childhood and all of that that's what you know look look that's a whole nother can of worms but it kind of goes hand in hand or whatever a little bit with studs as well as just like men in general where it's like this is what I should be doing in bed this is what's acceptable and this is where I'm going to live right here at the two step Mm -hmm. this is where I'm at the two step is home you're not living your best life you're not living your best life so if you don't men okay If if you haven't had a dominant woman in the bedroom do yourself a favor. Encourage your partner just to get a little, little, little feisty one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
maybe you need to put it on her in that way so she can put it on you in that way. I, 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 like I said, I think when, when you're comfortable enough with the person, then oh. you can kind of let down some of those... Those guards, which yeah. it will naturally happen. But if you haven't ever had a dominant partner in the bedroom... I think you're missing out because I think all men. I think that Missy. I think that men who can show vulnerability in some type of way are, you know, I, I like those, that. Those are manly men to me. You know, if you can let down your guard to me in that way and show me that other side of yourself that other people aren't going to see. You know what we do in our bedroom. That's y'all business. Mm-hmm. That's y'all business. The same way with how these fake me out Christians do. They don't want to talk about sex and this and that and the third. If you married and you doing whatever you want to do, you can slide down the pole for your man and drop it like this. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, what's the point? Like, that's your husband. Like, you should be doing the most. Correct. Doing the most. So, yeah, if you're, if you're not... Um, also, if you've never had a woman bite or lick or like stimulate your nipples in some type of way maybe you should try it and i think um women yeah i think you should just women should try it yeah i don't uh, sometimes they don't feel comfortable like you said um you know they're not gonna come out and be like yeah bite my nipple that's something you just have to do yeah yeah, and it's something that you don't need to talk about once it's done. Right, like, <laughs> we don't need to discuss how you let me lick your nipple, Charles. Okay, like just let it be, and we're not going to talk about it. We're going to go to bed. Like, <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to feel shame when the relationship is over. Like, I know a girl that, um, you know, went beyond for for her her baby father, and I mean, eating Godiva balls out of his butt. Oh. And the nigga left her for somebody. It's just oh. like, nigga, you know what I did. Like, I literally ate the booty like groceries. And you, you can go tell me. your homeboys that. Yes, that and, is embarrassing. And I'm sitting here looking dumb with the I ate Godiva balls <laughs> out your booty face. <laughs> Thought you was going to be my forever. Yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> that. <laughs> we got to be locked down for yeah. me to start listen, listen, exploring yeah. that. Because you you're going to be locked in. levels. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the basic package if I don't trust you. Correct. Like Kevin Hart said, you got to ease me into your nasty world. Yeah, right, or, or right. pineapples. I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just bust out the woodwork. Fellas, the same thing. Your woman is tired of that same ass shit. For okay? real. She know what move you about to hit. Now she's and, rolling her eyes like a motherfucker. Yeah, like she's hitting you with the Chicago from Poetic Justice. <laughs> like... She is tired. She, she calling um Tyrone when you leave. I'm tired. Literally, like a little bit goes a long way. It could be something so simple as you don't think you don't think women want to see you in some nice drawers, some right. sexy boxes, <laughs> some smell good, some fresh up out the shower. I'm gonna need about an hour. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying, looking good. Like I mean, women women like that shit too. And this even goes for dominant women as well. I tell my girlfriend all the time, like, it's nothing or whatever. It, it's the, the same things you like are the same things that I like. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so, um, yes, should you have boundaries sexually in your relationship? Yes. You should know what your partner will and will not accept, what is deemed okay for them. But should you put yourself in a box? No. Because that 
is boring. The I mean, that's on you if you want to have a, a boring sex life. But hey, I just say um, deal with someone that's um, sexually compatible because you know, right? If, if you know that your freak <laughs> levels at ten, and you with someone that's with a four, like why not? Look, they gotta go because you need to be living your best little life for sure. There's so a, you need to find somebody that's on your level. There could be freak potential. There are some freaks who don't, you know, who have it. There, I'm pretty sure there are men out there that would love to have a woman be the aggressor and kind of, you know, ravage them. Like, you should speak up and fucking say that because because that's what they're doing. Um, I know someone who, she went through her man's phone and saw that he was on, like, Backpage or something like that, and he was paying women to, like, lick his butt and stuff like that because he didn't want to ask her. Like... Mm. And, you can put then, that money in my hands. Sarah. That's what I'm, you're paying someone to do what she and she was like, I wish he would have just said something. Okay, now look, look, everybody ain't got a lickable booty. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should just. But go he didn't and even give her the option. option. She didn't even yes. know that he was into that. Yes, so sir. instead of coming out and being comfortable enough with your partner, like you said, why are you having sex with them then? Right. If you have to go and pay someone to do that, like come on, and then you coming back. Who to knows? You do, like come on, yeah. Why can't we just... Sexuality should be something that is totally discussed in your relationship at some point in time. Maybe not in the beginning because it's something that just happens or whatever. But I think that... I think that a lot more men would be more sexually fulfilled if they just let go a little bit. Right. And like, you expect women to let go. You expect women... There are some women who don't like anal, who, you know, there are some women who don't like giving head, but they know that this comes with the territory. Right. They're not telling you that they don't do Somebody it. going to do it. Like exactly. They're not telling you no. It's just not their preference. So, you need to figure out that same thing, you know, on your end. Like, your girl wants you to step out the box as well. Like, try a little something new. Spice it up. I mean, I don't know exactly how. I mean, again, what is your freak level? You know, what is considered freaky to you? Because some of what is considered freaky to you is very normal to me. It's, right. you know, I don't want you spitting in my mouth. I don't right. want you licking all <laughs> over my motherfucking face and shit. I don't like that. When I be seeing people lick all over people like a dog, so, like so that's your your boundary. I, I'm not to spit at all in any way, shape, or Slide. form. <laughs> it, uh, there's nothing. I understand you can kiss a person in, in, in an intimate way, and I get that. I don't want your spit nowhere in or around me. That is hilarious. Like I automatically will tense up, and like all I could think about. So like after the net, you done. Yes, I done. I just. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know. I be thinking about the breath. That's all I'm thinking about. Like, I can't what? get. But don't you kiss and stuff? Yeah. And that? it's like, I just don't. I don't know. After that, all I think about the breath, with the the breath aspect. Like, the breath. Like, my whole face smells like your time. <laughs> like, and I saw that there's this couple that I used to follow or whatever. And, like, they would, like, post videos of them out and stuff like. When I say tonguing each other down, I mean they would literally be like licking each other's. Like I want you hear this. You hear this, y'all? And that's how their tongue sounded on each other's face. (laughs) Just whip your what I wanna. (laughs) It was just disgusting. Like ugh, disgusting. 
disgusting. Oh, oh my, God. my God. I mean, who knows what goes on when you're drunk? You probably look crazy as shit. You probably do the same shit when you're drunk. You don't remember the next day. I'm sorry. I don't want to. And, and that, that's another thing. That's a part. That's that's a freak level I'm not at. Um, Didn't didn't you hear Neo in his song when he said, I understand that you're not ready for me to make my directorial debut featuring me and starring you, baby. Yes, we're oh going to make love in front gosh. of the mirror. Because the second you put the camera on my FedEx, <laughs> all bets are off. Oh, that's another thing. So you don't want to be... Uh, Hell no. Nah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Don't have me looking down. I'm thinking I'm looking all sexy. No, you look dumb as shit. No, I'm sweating. One eye's closed, the (laughs) other is open. I'm sweating. That shit don't sound sexy. I don't wear that shit on camera. Not at all. I'm sorry. That's some other freak stuff. That's some other freak stuff. Men seem to be more into that (laughs) than women. Yeah, because men, all you have to do is watch yourself hitting it from the back saying, who's who's Girls are the ones that got to see their stomach hanging down, the titties flopping yeah, all over chins. the place. And wow. Shit. Nah. Five nah. chins and shit. Nah, it's giving no. No. <laughs> I don't want you to look back. You might look at that shit during the day and be like, why am I fucking with this bitch? <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you at all. It's a boundary for and me. And like you said, things happen in the bedroom that don't need to be discussed after. You don't need to keep re-watching that bullshit I did. <laughs> Like, I don't want to keep talking about it, my yeah. guy. Like, I'll lick your booty one more time. Like, you want to keep talking about it. You want to keep reminding but, but, it. you know, like, remember that time, babe? You remember that time? Remember that time you had, you know what I'm saying? No. That time? No, sir, I don't recall. Right. And then, look, on video, you can, look, Mm-mm. you can't deny. That's one thing. I don't, I don't want no videos. I'm not even really into, like, the new pictures. I used to send my girlfriend news all the time like when we first like were, were together we were separated so much that you know it was first of all and a bitch had a body yaddy yaddy okay like this body right now is not nudable okay I'm hanging up <laughs> it's very it much it is because she knows what your body looks like that's just the thing if she with you that means she like it it's very much giving breathing stop she like it <laughs> she likes it though yeah, I look. I I I, I don't know. Beyond my angles. I'm gonna take some sexy nudes of you. I saw this thing on TikTok where they were showing you like poses that you could do that like would make you look like more like. Hey TikTok, I'm gonna help you. Well, <laughs> I'm sweating right now for no reason. So. Ah, shut up. <laughs> you know what I was gonna ask you? I feel like I, I know the answer to this, but you since we're on the topic of boundaries, have you ever? Peed on somebody. I have not. I have not. It's it's not on my to do list. I did, but it wasn't on purpose. Okay, so now that it's happened multiple times. It's like, oh, I gotta pee, and nigga, like, fuck it, do it, do that shit. He's like, do that shit. I ain't stopping. Next thing you know, it was piss at me. Oh my god, you disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this episode. It wasn't me though. If I'm giving you fair one, I gotta pee. I'm letting you know. Don't get excited. I'm not squirting. This exactly. is this. This is pee, nigga. I and got you say I'm not moving. Do your thing. What I'm supposed to do? Release. Amber, I am done. I don't even think I've ever had anyone like suggest that to me. So I, I don't know how I would react if someone. I yeah, probably not. But. It be do do real life me and sister. I have heard dudes say some freaky, nasty, 
crazy-ish to me. And when I was younger, I was dealing with a dude who was significantly older than me. And Not this nigga. Yes. And he was disgusting. First of all, he was Panamanian. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. He's one of them dark-ass, chocolate-ass, bald head from New York. Yaka like, was tripping. This, I, is why, this is why she don't care about freaking boundaries and shit. I was really off the chain. And he was doing things to me at that young age that didn't normalize it for me but I was just like oh crap like I thought that like this was like just a normal thing for men or whatever in general until I realized like you on some other shit bruh but (laughs) yeah men look I know this is geared towards you but we were just having this conversation just about men and their boundaries and how look there's so much more that you could get into that you just choose not to and that's just well, Mary had a little line. <laughs> and these women out here, it's not, and, and think about it, it doesn't have to be like, oh, we doing some freaky shit. The, the, sex is the most intimate way you can be with somebody else. Why not reach the height of your pleasure? Mm-hmm. And that's my only thing, that even us having this conversation that a lot of people are going to see as risque or like, oh my gosh, it's something that you do all the time when you accidentally get in the fuck pregnant. <laughs> so you got five fucking kids, bitch, so don't be talking about, you no, know, shying away from it. getting pregnant off the same two positions. That's what it is. And that's tragic, okay? Right. <laughs> that is tragic. And that's why, like, I think about that now. It, I've been with a woman for so long. Would a man even... Would I even be... Um, not attracted to... Because... I, I, I don't care about that or whatever. But like... Would I be impressed? Yeah, if it's a man that's open and, you know... Free... A Scorpio. Scorpio's is nasty as hell. If you had a Scorpio... You'd be just fine. Yeah, I guess I haven't really ever had, like, you know... Of course, I didn't, you know, get to that point of that, you know, having that close of a connection with uh, a guy or whatever. I mean, the guy that I was with that, you know, we were, you know, intimate on a regular basis. It was very new, you know, saying so... I, I, I didn't think anything of it. It's just like, okay, the job is done. I think <laughs> as a grown person, you might. If it's someone that's, um, you know... Okay. I, I I definitely again you know tying this into because I am lesbian I have to you know address it that this is not just an issue with boundaries for men this also happens with masculine identifying women feminine girls are nasty period two femmes together are nasty period but there are some boundaries and some you know things that I have had to deal with dealing with dominant women that I'm bored. I can't touch you here. I can't do this. I can't kiss you there. Yeah. I can't do this. I can't do that. Man, why the fuck am I here? And why are you here? Like, that's why I think, look, before we waste our time, how about we have a quick little conversation about, but maybe people should start doing that because yeah, people get on the internet and talk about how people's sex is whack and this and that. Maybe you should have had a little conversation. Yeah, maybe we should have talked about this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 
we engage in sexual activity with people in such a spur of the moment way that we don't even think about what we're really getting involved in you know we all have been there doing the dance of having sex with someone for the first time where you don't know what they like and they don't know what you like is it too slow is it too fast do they know how to kiss uh, um you might like be stimulated on your neck and you know me personally i'm not an ear person don't bite my ear my granddad does that to me oh when you bite me, he comes and you know my. nipples on your ear and touches little secrets don't i literally Gosh. tell my girlfriend all the time the second you come at my ear with the no don't do it don't you don't want to hear sweet nothings in your ear not like that no, I want to hear sweet nothings in my ear, but I don't want you nibbling on my ear. I just don't like you it have at all. weird ass boundaries, but when I said something about nibbling on force, you said what? Like a nigga can't nibble on your ear, your girlfriend can't nibble on your ear. I don't want you to But lick. you are licking a nigga from the back. I don't want you licking <sighs> in or around my ear. Like I have literally seen people lick people's ears. Yeah. Lick. What? Yeah. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That is nasty. Like, because you know, even someone's like hot breath give you a little chill real quick. I mean, I get that, but I just don't want you actually putting your tongue on my ear at all. Like, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can hear it right now. It's like, <laughs> like literally, like, like what? Like, <laughs> like, getting, like, getting <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, it will turn my boo off. So fast. Oh, wow. Get your tongue away from my ear. (laughs) You gotta have that conversation. You would have to have that conversation with somebody real quick. I will let you know quick, fast, in a hurry. Your tongue should not be in, around, nowhere about here. The back, that's fine. The nape of the neck, the neck, that's fine. But when you start with (laughs) that. You said the nape of the neck. (laughs) You're so fucking dumb. Now I think about it, besides the hawk spitting thing. I don't think I don't I can't think of another boundary that I actually have besides Yeah, I'm cool with my feet, all of that. I don't care. Out of spinning in your mouth. I'm not into really the sucking of the fingers thing. I'm not really into that. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about it, but I just be looking at you like you looking real dumb. (laughs) Yeah, that's You know what you could be doing with that mouth right now? Yeah. Sucking my so while we're duck nails, you're not gonna be able to see that. I don't even know if, if that's ever happened for me to say I don't. I mean, yeah, and like it's like okay, I guess in the spur of the moment or whatever, it's cool and shit. But like, I just when even when I see it in movies, I cringe a little bit. Why am I? I know I'm super hot. I don't think your air conditioning's But yeah, I I, I I I don't know. I definitely am not into that. Uh, some of my other boundaries are. Um, any, any, uh, any semblance of church music or gospel while we're having sex is prohibited. What? Why would you hear that? Okay, okay. I, I've had that. If you had the TV on and it's real late. And oh! I'm convicted. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We got changes real quick. Yeah, hold on. I'm definitely a music person. First of all... Honestly, think that it should be a crime to ha- do it without music. Like, I think we have to have a part two of this conversation. I, I, I really do because we're getting into yeah. Other. But you know, as far as like I said, men don't be afraid to kind of put your toe in that water because nine times out of ten, 
unless you have a super conservative partner, they're going to be down for that shit. And it's going to spice it up. And they're going to go to work telling their girlfriends, girl, you know what he did? Nigga did to me. Yes. And you're going to get brownie points because she's going to be making them tacos like Jody and what the event was. Okay? Like, get in there and make them fucking tacos. Okay? Period. Period. Um, Also, while we're on it, before we wrap up the show, I also have been hearing a lot more about men younger and younger and younger taking Viagra. And that it is a real thing with young dudes who don't need it. Viagra is for erectile dysfunction, okay? It is not for I just want to fuck all night and I need to take this little blue pill. Correct, okay? You putting your little leg up on a stool ain't doing it for me, okay? okay? So, <laughs> stop what you're doing. But, yeah, the Viagra is fucking y'all up, okay? It's fucking up your sperm count and all some other type of shit. Also, they, uh, uh, popping a perk is another thing. Mm. So, but my whole thing is it doesn't always work because I can tell you that it did the complete opposite. Right. For someone one time because wah, you listen to the young niggas telling you that a perk have you going all night. The nigga, the shit wouldn't come up worth a damn. Listen, just stop. I thought that people just did ecstasy for that. Like, you know, do a little e-pill, you know, that revs you up, gets you in the mood, you know. I've literally heard so many um, stories of dudes using Viagra. Like, yeah. under 30. Like, using uh-huh. Viagra like, sir, stop. First of all, it ain't even hitting all like that because for you they, want, no they want you to be able to tell tell people that they y'all was fucking all night. Correct. That they lasted longer than ten minutes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I mean, this conversation, of course, started out, you know, because literally it was a conversation that Amber and I were just having, uh, just about men and their boundaries, and also, you know, men that you wouldn't expect to be, you know, more sexually open are you know and the 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 lines of um what is okay and what's not okay things are changing things are definitely changing um sex is evolving i mean we have access to the internet and porn and this and that or whatever you know it's not something that you're hearing through the grapevine you can literally get online and look up kama sutra or tantric maybe i will look into something because like i said i think because we're pisces we're automatically like sexually I don't need. I, I've never been a porn while. Of course, I watched it, yeah. but that's not something like on a regular. Me neither. I do, and I don't need it. Yeah, like, I not, feel like I'm sexual enough. I'm not aroused by porn. I'm entertained at all, and by I've it. never even learned anything. Right. So I was like, "This is dumb," and and that was that. Uh, I mean, like Kama Sutra or something like that. Like you know, we're like going in depth or whatever. You know, there's this whole thing about tantric sex where like you're like keeping eye contact with your partner the entire time and like breathing and like y'all don't do that shit don't do that shit listen don't don't do that shit if you ain't really fucking with the person don't 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 do don't make me no eye contact you know damn well i ain't gonna talk to you for another two weeks don't do that shit because yeah. these niggas will fall in love with your ass. You gonna have to call the police. You are gonna get a restraining order. All that. Correct. That 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 is for intimate relationships yes. only. Because you stare in my eyes longer than a minute. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so 
um, I, yes, we're going to have a part two to this conversation. We might even have a guy come on the show. Yeah, because I have a couple talk about questions it. that I want to ask. Um, like, how far would you really go? Yeah, because, you know, some dudes don't even like to moan or censor. We have to get into it. Oh, yeah, because y'all full of shit, okay? Some of them don't don't even want to make Say my name, Daddy. <laughs> They don't think that that's masculine to like make noises, and but stuff. I could be in there saying "ride them, cowboy" and all that <laughs> shit. I'm hanging up. <laughs> okay, I'm done with this. Um, I don't have a business of this week. Y'all be faking on the turkey bacon. I'll be telling y'all to hit me up. <clears throat> that I want to shout out some businesses, some black businesses specifically. Some, I'll just say. We're going to have this, um, I'm doing some comedy for the Do It For The Culture Festival that happens on August 7th. I'm so excited. Tickets are $50. I'm going to put up a flyer on the page and a link where you can um, go to um, Eventbrite and purchase a ticket. I'm so excited to do it. I'm working on some material right now. So anyway, It's so funny. Bianca did, um... Run a couple jokes past me, and I was cracking the fuck up. It's gonna yeah. be good. I think it's gonna be funny, especially when I'm like in character and like you know fully immersed in my whole you know cow print thing or whatever. So, um, I think this was a pretty fun, funny conversation. It's a real ass conversation. It's a real conversation. It's a real conversation. And as soon as you men realize that it could all be so simple, and like you could unlock this vast world of like sexuality and openness with your partner and all of that. I mean, and this is coming from a lesbian. <laughs> Amber, this is why I have you here for reference. Oh my god, yeah, because we clearly see things differently. differently. <laughs> That's how you don't for real. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all. I guess we'll talk to y'all next week with part two. We love you. Bye. Bye.